On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we get the inside scoop on what's happening with WCBL franchises in Sylvan Lake and Brooks. Welcome to episode 64 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. A couple of episodes ago, we chatted with Western Canadian Baseball League President Kevin Kavami, and he broke the news about a new team coming into the fold for the 2021 season. Central Alberta will be getting a team, and Sylvan Lake will be the home. That team's physical home is actually under construction as we speak, as the community joined forces with Hard for Sports and Entertainment Group to build the 2,200-seat stadium. The team had been rumored for a while, and General Manager and President of Baseball Operations Akil Samuel is our first guest here on this week's edition of the podcast as he sets the record straight on everything that's transpired over the last couple of months. Akil, welcome and thanks for joining us on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Why Sylvan Lake? Uh, you know, it's a good story, actually. We had um, the uh, the owner of, of the franchise, Graham Chetzel, him and I grew up together um, out in consort. He's actually from Veteran. And uh, when they were, you know, putting together a plan to for Central Alberta, Sylvan Lake, the uh, the town of Sylvan Lake, and the mayor and, and the city council, uh, you know, really shared the same vision um, as Graham, and you know, you could see that vision that he was uh, presenting to them, and you know, that's how we ended up here, and we're ecstatic about it right now. So, when you look back on it, how long ago did you start dreaming of this idea of a Central Alberta WCBL team? Yeah, it's been in the it's been in the works for a couple of years. Um, I've uh, you know come on board with uh, with the with the group in about February of last year. But I know the before I came on board, you know there was uh, quite a lot of involvement and quite a lot to do uh, before that. But I'd say it's been you know a good two years to get to this point, and you know we're still first pitches until 2021, right? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of work to do here still. When you look through the process, uh, were there any other places that you were looking at at the time? Were there other communities? Were there other options on the table in your eyes? Um, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, again, before I, I came on, uh, you know, the communities around Central Alberta were all uh, looked at quite uh, quite closely. Um, and like I said, it just happened that Sylvan Lake, uh, uh, the town and the mayor, really uh, uh, grabbed onto the vision and, and you know, they kind of... Uh, uh, really wanted it here, and we wanted to be here after after working with them. So, speaking of that vision, what do you have in mind? Uh, we have in mind is we're building a stadium. We're building a stadium out here. Let's, um, actually, started moving dirt uh, Tuesday of this week, but uh, you know we had twenty two hundred seat stadium, and we you know seen the stadium in Fort McMurray, and we've seen the stadium in Okotoks, and we've seen what uh, you know Edmonton, Lethbridge, and, and Mesnac get to play out of, and we want. Uh, you know, something of that caliber, if not, uh, you know, above that caliber a little bit in some cases. But, uh, yeah, we want uh, the Vision's a premier organization in this league. Um, you know, once we can get up and going, you know, within 10 years, we want to be um, up at the top with the rest of these guys. Is it a matter of just a WCBL team, or do you have uh, ideas and aspirations beyond just one franchise? Um, you know, it's, it's, it, that's a great question because you know, we just did the business plan and, and our vision statement was really to, 
to be the the hub for baseball in central Alberta and, and to grow the game. Um, you know, we're both Graham and I are huge, um, you know, passion for the game. And we just want to, to grow that game in central Alberta and use, um, you know, Sylvan Lake as, as the hub for that. And, you know, I think if we build that baseball culture up right from the top down, uh, it's only going to help us long term, right? So, um, you know, we're big fans of the game. We want to just spread our passion, uh, you know, around central Alberta. What kind of potential do you see in that market? Oh, it's huge. You did, uh, when I did the business plan, I was just shocked with, uh, you know, the population I included uh, in a 50 kilometer radius. I think the population is 244,000 people, right? So, uh, you know, if you even if you take Red Deer out of that mix, you know, the Finnisville, Lacombe, Rocky Mountain House, you know, Bentley, Rimby, um, I think there's enough uh, baseball lunatics like we are that uh, are really going to su- support this thing and, you know, and watch us grow here into the future. You mentioned you're pushing dirt for the new stadium. What kinds of other things are right there needing to be accomplished over the next few months? Absolutely. So that... Uh, you know, we, we don't have a, a name for the for the team yet, so we, we want to secure something in the in the new year. Uh, we're just deciding whether we do a you know a name the team contest or um, if there's another way to to get to that. We have uh, definitely been have a list a short list together uh, right now. Uh, so if we can get that going in the new year, um, that's going to be great. We really want wanted to uh, the All Star Game and uh, haven't kind of mentioned this to Kevin at the AGM this weekend, uh, but the All-Star game that will be coming up in July for the league would be a, you know, a great time for us to you know, kind of launch uniforms and you know, name our coach and, and uh, you know, really get going so, so we're ready to go for that first pitch in 2021. On a business side of things, you talk about marketing, you talk about the, the, the essence of things. How do you uh, foresee the next few months going on that route as you get the community behind you as well? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I was, Graham uh, um, really wanted somebody on the ground here in Sylvan Lake. And, uh, you know, my partner, Christine, and I moved out uh, from Penticton September 1st. And, you know, I think my job right now is to, um, is to sell the game and to sell the team to, to our community and, and really, uh, you know, find those stakeholders uh, that are around us here that, uh, you know, want to see us succeed and want to succeed along with us. And, you know, it, uh, right now it's, uh, I was telling Graham, it's uh, my job is to shake some babies and kiss some hands around here, and you know, and really get this thing built up. So, um, you know, we get that buzz built up, so we're ready to go for that 2021 season. There's obviously a lot of optimism when you get to launch something new like this. What do you foresee as maybe being your biggest challenge or the biggest hurdle you're going to have to overcome? Yeah, I mean, we we've got a lot of work to do here. Right, we got to get the stadium built, and um, you know, we looked into this from a from a higher level, like the. Um, you know, you take the economy into account and, um, you know, take things like that into going. So there's, you know, I think there's some challenges that are external, but, uh, you know, nothing that we can't plan for and, and uh, you know, work. So we want to we want to make sure that uh, those challenges, that they're not unexpected once we get going, right? So and I think, uh, you know, we bring enough kind of baseball and business experience where, you know, we've got a plan in place to be able to handle most of those challenges. I want to go personal for a little bit here. And I know you've been heavily involved in the baseball game uh, in Western Canada. You mentioned you moved back here from Penticton. You've got that rural Alberta roots. I know you also played up at uh, PBA as well. What does it mean to you to give back to the sport that you love so much here in this province? Oh, man, that's been uh, one of the most exciting parts of this thing, you know, just to be able to 
to kind of tie the loop on, on, on this, you know, growing up and playing baseball in consort and actually Graham and I played together and, uh, for Ray Brown and, and Dave Robb up at, uh, in more for the Morinville pioneers, you know, a hundred years ago and Oyen Pronghorns <laughs> in 92, 93. So, you know, to be able to come back and, and, uh, you know, I've, I've played, I've coached, I had two Canada cup teams here when I was in Edmonton that come back and do something at this, you know, GM and, uh, this level um, is pretty exciting. You know, not to mention, I got, you know, my son's playing at PBA right now. He's a freshman down there. So uh, just to be able to be kind of three and a half, four hours away from him, is, it's, uh, uh, you know, I just don't want to pinch myself, right? Everything's going quite well in that regard. So it's a, you know, it feels good just to be able to tie this loop and see what we can do with this thing. When you look at it from sort of a higher level and you think about where you've been and how far you've come in the game, what does it mean to you to also be able to be a, a, a teacher, I suppose, of the game or someone who gets to promote the game uh, here in this province and in central Alberta particularly? Yeah, you know, I've always taken that role quite seriously, right? Like the, the game's, uh, you know, it, it needs to be, well, as a coach, you know, guys that have played for me always tell you it needs to be played the right way. And, you know, as a, as a player, I always wanted to play it the right way and, you know, now at getting to this level as a, as a GM and, and uh, you know, helping grow this thing, you know, we want to do it right. We we um, uh, we want to make sure that it's it's done properly. And, you know, baseball guys and baseball, you know, gals and uh, baseball people will, uh, um, you know, be proud of that and respect that, right? So that's, that's a big part of what we're doing here for sure. We want to make sure it's done right. Do you have an idea in mind or a vision for when you get to 2021 and you have that first pitch going, the kind of team or the kind of message or the kind of brand that you want the Sylvan Lake WCBL team to have? <laughs> it's funny you ask that. We're driving back from Weyburn and um, Graham asked me how we can have a, a league champion in the first year. And <laughs> I'm like, hold on, you know, so I'll uh, so let's have the time. But, you know, we're uh, – we are both very competitive people and, you know, we're, we're going to have a culture of, uh, of, you know, winning and, and that's, uh, you know, one thing we want to start right from that first pitch. So yeah, that, uh, you know, we're dreaming big here, right? So, you know, if we, we get this, you know, stadium built and get all through that recruiting process, we want people here that share that same, um, the same kind of goals. So, you know, let's see what we can do with that, right? So. Obviously, the momentum part of it is always a big piece of all the action as well. And you look at the the successful programs that are going here in the in Alberta in particular, and they keep bringing in quality talent because they have that reputation. And so what do you think is going to be step one in getting that reputation right off the top? Yeah, we, we have to, you know, we have to make sure we come off to, you know, kids that we're trying to recruit as, as a professional organization and their parents that are, you know, that are going to be sending, you know, their, um, you know, teenage boys and under 21 or however old they're going to be type thing. You know, we want to make sure that uh, it's, uh, they're handled in a professional manner, right? So that's, you know, when we're getting kids from wherever we're getting them, that, you know, that Sylvan Lake will soon, that brand will soon start to grow, but it's, it has to happen right from that first phone call to a, to a kid and his parents, right? Like it has to, you have to, you know, be professional and, and, uh, you know, we want to, we know we have to start there. So, you know, as we build this thing, it's, uh, it's got to start from, from a solid foundation. When you look ahead to 2021 and first day, first pitch, and you're probably going to walk out onto the, con- onto the concourse and take a look at that field. What do you envision there? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. You know, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the stuff that keeps you up at night, right? We want to, 
you know, make sure that that uh, um, there's stadiums full and that where well, that first pitch is going. And you know, the town of Silver Lake is proud of what we've got there, and you know, the area is proud of what we got there. But we, uh, yeah, we're dreaming big that uh, you know that that opening day is going to be you know something to remember for years to come after. Talk about the community aspect of it and just the support you've received thus far. You know, like I said, I've been here since September and, you know, I've met a lot of people in town and we're kind of slowly leaking what we've been doing around and stuff like that. And the feedback has just been incredible. This is, a, um, you know, a great size of a community where uh, I think, you know, 15,000 people and, you know, they're really going to be on board and they want to they wanna support something that, uh, you know, they can be proud of and that's what we want to build for them, right? So I've um, been a little bit overwhelmed with the support here, actually, now that, uh um, you know, been here for a little bit and, you know, making some old connections from, from, uh, some old guys in the baseball world has just been great too. And, you know, my phone and social media has just been ringing off the hook. Uh, you guys know that, you know, we're back and what we're doing now and, you know, guys that, you know, we played against way back in the day or coming out of the woodwork, which has just been awesome. Right. So, um, I think there's, um, you know, building that baseball culture here is, is not going to be that hard. Uh, people at Silver Lake are, are ready for it. Fantastic to hear. Final question for you. What are you most excited for now that you've got this all out in the open? Yeah, we're most excited just to get going, right? Like it's, it, 2021 is feeling like a long ways away, but it's it's going to come really quick. So, you know, we're excited to see the stadium, um, you know, get up and get built. We're going to be releasing those plans here. Um, in the next few weeks uh, through uh, a few different channels. But uh, just to see, you know, what uh, what we've got planned in the stadium is, is going to be uh, kind of a fun first way to kick this off. And then as we get through the, you know, name the team and, and all the rest of that, this, I just the, the, you just get that excitement built up to that first pitch. Uh, it's something we're really looking forward to. Akil, congratulations on all the news. All the best as you plan forward towards 2021. And thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Michelle, really appreciate it. Look forward to uh, chatting with you again in, in the future. The Sylvan Lake announcement was one that came with some controversy in the early going. Rumors were flying around the Brooks Bombers were going to relocate as one of the men behind the Sylvan Lake project, Graham Schetzel, was majority stakeholder of the Bombers. He and minority stakeholder Doug Jones cleared the air, selling the Bombers to the Brooks Regional Ballpark Association. And now the work begins for team president and BRBA chairman Jason Thomason, who also chatted with us this week about being part of the community-owned team and what that means going into 2020 and beyond. Jason, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic, and it sounds as though pretty fantastic times ahead in the community of Brooks, around the Bombers, a a bit of a a rebirth, I suppose, in a sense. Walk us through this transition where now the community is in charge of the Bombers. Uh, Well, actually, back to the start of our season, uh, the current owner, well, previous owner, Mr. Schetzel, had approached Jason Walner and myself and said, you know, like, based on everything that's happened in the past, like I do not see myself continuing to help the team financially, but I'm going to give you the commitment that we will finish this year out. And then I'm going to be honest with you, I would like to have a team in Sylvan Lake. So we'll talk throughout the season how that looks. So as the season progressed and talking with the league, the league didn't want to see Brooks leave the, leave the league and we didn't want to see it leave with all the work that we've done already. So we came up with this agreement that uh, the local ballpark association would be the outright owners of the team and allow us to operate 
with us as the ownership, giving us control with a payment plan back for Mr. Schetzel of getting his money back that he's helped get the team back in to a zero dollar, not owing money. Now walk us through the last few weeks here. Everything's been kind of formalized and now you, you've made it out into the public and, and now the real groundwork begins. Yeah. The last, uh, last month has been uh, a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, a lot of texts and, Finally, when we got everything agreed upon and settled, it came down to the AGM and the uh, Board of Governors voting for the approved the sale to the Ballpark Association. And from there, on uh, the AGM that Sunday, when they uh, unanimously approved it, we knew, okay, now the work begins and no different than the work we've been doing. But I think the positivity in the community has been definitely uh, something that we felt and now that we hadn't. On November 12th, we're holding a meeting to get people interested in board and forming a proper board to handle the baseball operations, and we've already had positive feedback on that. Now I think just grow the game again and having people realize it's locally owned. No, it's not somebody that's out of town. It's here, and it's similar to our Brooks Bandits. Well, it's actually almost identical to our Brooks Bandits Hockey Club. And we know how well that gets supported. So I think people knowing that here we are, we're now in Brooks, we are Brooks, let's move forward, let's put the past behind us. It's great to hear, and especially given, I mean, all you got to do is look at the, the standings for the bandits and you see how well that they've been not only received in the community, but obviously having some success. And so what kinds of things are you looking to draw from the Bandits' success to what the Bombers bring to the table? Just talking to them, like I've actually had conversations with the Bandits over the past several weeks and just trying to get their insight on different things, our our marketing and how we market the team, how we brand it. and So having that input from an organization like that is invaluable. Like they've been through the, the rough times. Like the first five years of their franchise was not great. We're about to go into year five, so having that as a sounding board and knowing what we what steps would should we take and getting that kind of feedback and then knowing now okay well okay let's make those steps let's, we can only go up from here and having that kind of uh, experience next to us is really nice to have and it's going to be beneficial for us working with them in certain areas as well. Does that give you a, a bit of a peace of mind, I suppose, is w- looking what they went through in that first five years, and you can look at it and say, okay, we, it's not totally an uphill battle. There's going to be some good times. There's going to be some bad times, but at least we know that there can be a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and I, I definitely definitely think we can start to see that light. We know we have a lot of work, and ultimately it comes to winning on the field as well. I mean, we can do all the stuff off the field and get things working the proper way and the proper channels, and but we need to start winning as well. So, I mean, it all starts on the field as well as it does off the field, and I think when people start to see that, they'll start to recognize it. Yeah, we need manpower. We need more volunteers like any other team in the league, but turning the volunteers into manpower and helping it grow is a, a big aspect of it, and then getting – our players to buy into being in a small community as well. Once we have those two things join, we really think the tunnel will start to expand and the light will start to shed in and we'll be, uh, we'll be on the right track for sure. 
How much leaning are you doing on the other Alberta teams and looking at some of their success stories and going, okay, this is how we, we build that on-field product as well? Uh, that has actually been a real positive thing, even at the AGM, having the other smaller market teams and then the big market teams come up to us and say, hey, how does it feel to have control? Like They've reached out to us and said, hey, if you need a hand, just come up and we'll sit up, we'll sit down, we'll talk about what we done when we were struggling. Actually, Okotoks is a prime example. Like like they said, when they first came from Calgary, things were not great. Mm-hmm. And look where they are now. And they've offered for us to come up and have a conversation with them some afternoon to say, you know, this is what we've done. And getting that information from those teams that are successful is invaluable as well because they've been through it. They know what it takes. And uh, that's that's the kind of leadership and guidance that we need moving forward. What do you think when it comes to vision? What would you like to see build out over the next few years as you really take a hold of this organization as a community? Ideally, we have a strong team on the field that can compete every year and fight for a playoff spot. Financially, we'd be secure that we can actually manage to pay all of our finances, not be struggling week to week, but knowing that we have a strong group of volunteers behind this, a strong board of directors behind this, and a strong sustainable league that we can be a part of. And then seeing improvements throughout the ballpark. Like, that's the big gauge, because the Ballpark Association's goal is to improve the ballpark as well. And the Bombers will be a big driving force of that if we can get things going successful, and we will get things going successful. What do you think is priority number one over the next couple of months here, aside from the meeting, to really get that buzz in the community going again? Or do you think that the buzz has already started? Well, I think the buzz has started, but I mean, just continually put it in front of people that we're community-owned. We're community-owned. We are now community-owned. I think that's probably the biggest thing. And even talking to our city council, like Dave agree, like we have to put it out to people that we are now locally owned and operated. And the money that is made, if there's any made, stays right here. It improves our facilities, and it runs our baseball team, just like the the bandits. Seeing the team be competitive, and that's that's the next big step. Let's focus in on the on-field product for a second here, and is priority number one going after that manager who can head up the troops, or are you already starting to do some of the player recruitment stuff already? Well, Jason has been working on the recruiting for the past three months, as I'm sure every team is. Uh, we're still headhunting our coach. Um, the biggest thing in finding a new head coach is having someone that's well-connected to the colleges in the, in the States. And uh, we look forward to going down to the ABCA this year in Nashville and kind of meeting with some coaches and creating more connections like we've done for the past few years. But our head coach will be our priority, right, number one. Number two is planning our fundraising events and uh first that starts getting with a contract and a lease with the city which hopefully will be done here in the next two weeks and then planning our big fundraiser uh sportsman dinner what does it mean to you to hear the words from kevin kavami saying we're pretty uh, impressed with the business plan that's being put forward and the growth plan that's being put forward by the bombers as they went through the agm a couple of weeks ago it gives us confidence knowing that they're backing us and knowing that we've put something forward to the league that they feel strongly that we can make it work. 
So they have, they see the vision that we have and they see that how we can implement it and having their backing on that is a huge, uh, huge asset to, to know. When you look at the community side of things, I, one of the things that I always take away is, is seeing the young kids out at the ball games and how important is that aspect of it to make sure it's a family atmosphere? Because at some point it might not be for another 10 or 15 years, but seeing some of those homegrown talented players being able to maybe suit up for, for the Bombers. Probably one of the biggest goals of this is to provide high-level baseball to give kids an opportunity to see that and say, you know what, I want to do that. So, yeah, like you say, in 15 years, the kid that was coming to the games now suits up in your uniform. And, I mean, we have a couple of kids that are coming back this year that played high school baseball and will be wearing our Bombers uniform again this year. That is, that is, as a coach myself, as a person, an executive member for the Bombers, the ultimate thank you and reward is to see that. And to have a kid come up to you and say, hey, I just went to the Bombers game. It was so cool, so much fun. I can't wait to go back there. Hopefully I can play with them someday. Makes your day. Final question for you. On a personal note, what does it mean to you to now be taking the reins of this organization and pushing your vision for the team forward? Uh, <laughs> it's stressful. It's exciting. And it's unknown. But at the same time, I couldn't ask for it any other way. It's up to us to make it a success. And the fact that we have our community that's going to get behind us to do it gives you the gasoline, the power forward. All the best in putting that best foot forward. Congratulations on taking over the reins for the organization. And thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you. Thanks again to both Akil Samuel and Jason Thomason for joining us on the podcast this week, and we wish them all the best with the directions of their respective organizations. To add another wrinkle to the WCBL landscape, an interesting announcement this week from Gold Sports and Entertainment Group, the owners of the Edmonton Prospects. They announced Spruce Grove is being eyed as a potential landing spot for a franchise. Nothing is set in stone as we record this podcast, but the group under Pat Cassidy says they are optimistic about everything to this point with the community and the opportunity to have another team in the greater Edmonton area. So stay tuned on that front. Speaking of tuned in, thanks to you for downloading and listening. A special shout out to those who listen on Apple Podcasts who have left us ratings and reviews. Over the last couple of weeks, we received a couple new comments and our 20th five-star rating. Your support means the absolute world to us. Until next time, thanks again for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.